Welcome to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know on what's happening in Orange, Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, or make wine. Visit www.cfhb.org. Now, here's your host, Mike Kara. Well, welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the Mike Kara Radio Show. The Central Florida Buzz is today. We are at Park Pizza and Brewing Company, located in Lake Nona Town Center, 6941 Lake Nona Boulevard, Suite 100 in beautiful Orlando, Florida, as we are continuing our look at some great uh, craft breweries. With me today is Marco Reyna, who is the head brewer of Park Pizza and Brewing Company. And Marco, it's a pleasure and honor that you could join me today today and tell us all about this brewery and wonderful pizza place we just had some pizza it's excellent this is such a wonderful place and why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, park pizza and brewing company so uh, as uh, as you said we're located here in uh, in lake nona um, which is a really up-and-coming um part of town here. A lot of investment has been put into developing the area uh, with both residential property, research facilities, hospitals. Um, this Lake Nona Town Center is kind of at, at its, um, it's kind of the tip of the iceberg of, of what, what um, Tavisoc, um Development Company is planning on kind of putting on here. So um, our brewery opened in November of 2018, so we're just about uh, nine months old, uh, nine or ten months. And uh, you know we serve up delicious um, pizzas out of our out of our wood burning ovens, and we produce you know really delicious kind of straightforward, clean, easy drinking uh, beer here at our at our brew pub as well. So uh, Marco, we're here right in the the brewery, and so for you as head brewer, are you you the guy that came up with all these recipes, or correct? Yeah, I. Uh, I've been brewing for about nine years and, you know, had a lot of experience with recipe de- development and uh, so came in and, you know, we kind of had an idea of, of what type of beer we wanted to do. So I just kind of put together a few a few ideas and just kind of ran with it. Oh, so, I mean, are some of these uh, beers kind of, it looks like you've got a very, you know, different, unique beers. Are some of these, you know, fa- favorite beers of yours or... Yeah, well, so me personally, I'm a, I'm kind of a traditionalist when it comes to beer, so I really prefer kind of the classic styles, you know, uh, European styles, um, as well as some of the uh, classic American styles, like a classic American IPA with a lot of citrus and pine characters, kind of my go-to uh, go-to beer. So um, that's got, that's kind of our focus, but we uh, that's not to say that we don't experiment and play around with different ingredients, you know, whether it be fruits, spices, herbs, things like that, um, to kind of just mix up. We we want to have a, a nice variety on our on our draft list. So um, you know, we have four core beers, which uh, which we can talk about in in the later segment. But essentially, uh, yeah, we uh, keep it clean for the most part, and then uh, sprinkle in some a variety of different beers as well. So you mentioned the four core beers and then all of these other beers, which we'll talk about, like you said, in the next segment, are rotating beers. I mean, some of these beers come back time after time or a certain season, they'll return? Or Yep, exactly. Uh, you know, we kind of just brew what we what we feel that, you know, we want to drink as well as what we feel that our guests here will enjoy. So, um, you know, we're constantly coming up with new new. Um, 
new recipes, new beers that we'd like to put on draft. And uh, so there are some favorites that, you know, we get requests, we request to brew again. So we'll, you know, for instance, we have a pub amber, which is kind of like an English style um, bitter that uh, that's one of the most popular beers that isn't a year round beer. So um, we try to brew that as often as we can fit it into the schedule and uh, things like that. And then, um, yeah, then some beers, you know, some beers are just going to be one ops. Um, we did just do a uh, summer series of six different beers that we released over, over the last couple months. So um, we, you know, again, we can go through and in those, we can go through those in detail in a little while. But uh, but yeah, you know, it's about seasonality and also just keeping a fresh variety on draft. And uh, that's that's great that you mentioned that because that was kind of my uh, question about keeping you know a variety on draft, but also is it a big responsibility because you have to have enough beer produced at one time really you know tr- you know the whole time you know this place is pretty much open from when wh- whatever their hours are so I mean you can't necessarily not have a beer. oh sorry we don't have a beer then. right right exactly so we open at eleven thirty every day right and uh, you know that's a lot of hours to be yeah. uh, operating a lot of uh, a lot of beer that's flowing through the tap so yeah. i mean it's you know it's not no complaint here about that but um it is uh, you know you have to we have to kind of just be conscious of that and then understand that you know we need to we need to keep a tight production schedule so that we can keep as much beer on draft as possible we try to have at least 10 beers on draft um we could have a uh, we could have up to 15 at any given time Oh, so basically, now this was a how many barrel system? Or you've got here ten barrel system? Or? Yep. So this is a ten barrel. Uh, we got a ten barrel brew house right. with uh, six ten barrel fermentation vessels right. and one twenty barrel f- fermentation vessel. Right. So um, you know, at any given time, we'll have that many different beers going. So, I mean, right now as we sit here, is there a beer going? <laughs> I can't yeah, tell. Yeah, we're sitting here. Uh, you know, everything's kind of uh, – everything that is in fermentation is kind of on the tail end. Uh-huh. Um, so you won't see much, you know, bubbling action. Right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, all, all the tanks in here are full. Um, we generally don't see more than a one-day uh, turnaround when we, when we you know, rack out of one of these fermenters. We generally brew into it the next day. Um, so there's always beer in all of these fermenters in different uh, different parts of the process so certain of these beers ferment quicker like the ales are going to be done like in a week or two is that right or yeah yeah um you know on average you know um kind of a straightforward ale like our like our belgian wit you know uh, in terms of fermentation that's usually ready to go in about 14 days uh whereas you know we have another rear round beers our standard lager and uh we let that one sit it takes about 35 days for that to to go from brew day to to being able to tap Oh, so with that beer, you've got to make sure you coordinate it so you have the right, beer when you right. need it. Huh? And, and that being said, too, you know, you know, because it takes so long to produce, yeah. um, it takes it takes longer for to, for us to produce a, a ten barrels than it is for the for our guests to consume ten barrels. Yeah. So uh, we always have to have multiple batches of the standard lager kind of going, um, so that uh, it's you know we've got we've got two of these tanks essentially with standard lager at different phases of the process, so that when one runs out, you know we still have one that's backed up that's ready to go, so that we can kind of keep it on draft and not have a lapse in in uh, you know availability. And I see here uh, that you have pitchers. Was that something you decided, or was that something more that the corporate decided that they were going to have uh, pitchers? Oh, that was a uh, kind of um, kind of a discussion. You know, I always, I always, I love pitchers myself. Yeah, I, I do. That's yeah. why I say, yay. <laughs> yeah, um, I love. I mean, I've, 
there are some uh, some people who have the mindset that they don't think that craft beer should be consumed out of pitchers. Uh, I honestly yeah. think, you know, I, I think it's great to, to order a pitcher of beer and share it with a friend or two. Um, it's one of my favorite ways to really drink beer. So, no, that was never really an argument. It was just kind of like, yep, yep, we're going to do that, <laughs> you know. So for you, how often do you usually have to brew, and how long does the process usually take for, for one beer? I mean, I guess getting everything ready in the fermenters. Uh, so we brew generally uh, three to five times a week. Right. Um, and, you know, it, the, the brew, to brew one batch from, you know, mashing in to getting it into the tank is yeah. about six hours for oh, us. Okay. And uh, so, you know, we do, we do do double brew days sometimes. Um, we're able to, we're able to uh, kind of uh, stagger them so that, you know, we don't have to, like, go from start to finish and then start over. We were able to kind of have a little bit of, like, a uh, little, little crossover time there so that it's a little more efficient. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, generally speaking, clean up, you know, start up cleaning up afterwards, a couple hours so we can get a full brew in tank in about eight hours, you know, eight or nine hours. And now as far as the, the fruit, we're talking about, you know, the fruit, where does that fit in? Is that something in the second fermentation then or? Uh, well, it depends. You know, uh, we've done some fruit beers where we throw them in um, at the tail end of, of boiling in the kettle, right. like in the whirlpool yeah, process. Yeah. Um, so that way, you know, you've got uh, you've got sugars in there and the fruit. So you want, you know, we'd like to make sure that they get fermented out. And uh, so, you know, that's one way of adding them. We also I've also added fruit in uh, midway through fermentation. So while there's still active yeast in the fermenter, you can throw some fruit in there and um, it'll kind of go through that that somewhat secondary uh, fermentation yeah. there. And uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you use all sorts of uh, for, for fruit then? I mean, you, is there any fruit that you don't use or you, there's certain fruits? Uh, do you use like limes in there or? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've uh, this, like I said, this summer series that we just we just uh, launched a couple months ago. That uh, kind of for us was our first step into into using fruit beers. Actually, the series is called "Let's Get Weird" because of the fact that we're uh, adding kind of these non traditional brewing ingredients um, into kind of these more straightforward styles. So, um, you know, what you're seeing in front of you, which, like I said, which we'll get into in the next segment, um, that's kind of our first step into you know using these weird, wacky, uh, (laughs) non traditional ingredients, if you will. Um, So. Really, it's just the way I look at it is, uh, you know, thinking about a beer. Think, you know, we kind of uh, when we go to to produce, uh, formulate a recipe, we think about what we want to enjoy, and then kind of uh, reverse engineer it backwards and say, okay, well, if we want a specific style with fruit, what kind of fruit will work for that style, and then kind of build out the recipe kind of from there. Oh, so yeah, the all different kinds of. Uh fruit uh, here and uh, cucumber and we'll talk again we'll talk about that one but that's an interesting i, I guess that is technically a, a fruit but we think of it more as is a, it veg- a fruit or, or a vegetable maybe it is a vegetable sure. i don't know that's but, one of those i think questionable ones <laughs> yeah but but so i mean how does it well obviously it must work pretty good because you know you're using it but i i guess cucumber is a is one of those flavors that work well at beer huh yeah yeah definitely um i actually worked for a brewery um years ago that uh had a really popular summer beer made with cucumber so um it was in one of those ingredients that i never really thought about using until you know we did a it, it worked so well in, in this beer that we used to produce so um i kind of took that um that inspiration to create like this new this new beer with cucumber honeydew melon and uh thyme as well 
And one thing I, I notice here, Marco, which which is great, you have different IBUs, which is the amount of hops. That right is is that what the IBUs are? Is is that the hop level or? Yeah, well, to a degree, IBU is the uh, kind of calculated bitterness level. Oh, the bitterness. Okay. Right, right. So uh, you know, generally when you're calculating that out, that does come from from the hops. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it's not. It doesn't. The IBUs don't necessarily tell the full tale in terms of bitterness because right. you know. There are some some ingredients you'll use, like some roasted malts that will add some, you know, perceived bitterness on your palate, but uh, it isn't necessarily calculated into the IBU, you know, the way we do it here anyhow. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it, it seems like you go from 10 IBU to about 60 IBU. So you got a, a nice blend. I mean, is, is that kind of the key with a good craft brewery is to have the different levels of bitterness to please everyone? Absolutely. You know, our goal here is to have uh, is to have, you know, some um, uh, something for everyone. You know, so we've got uh, we've got people that, um, you know, like those really aggressive, you know, hops and like, you know, a more aggressive kind of flavored beer. And uh, we'll also have um, someone who just kind of wants to come in and try something pretty light. So, you know, we, we try to mix it up to, to kind of please everybody. Okay, uh, Marco, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be talking about the beers next. My guest is Marco Reyna, who is the head brewer from Park Pizza and Brewing Company, as we're continuing our look at Central Florida craft breweries. You are listening to the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here at Park Pizza and Brewing Company, located in the Lake Nota Town Center at 6941 Lake Nota Boulevard, Suite 100. And uh, please uh, stay with us for our next uh, segment. Well, welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz. Today we are here at Park Pizza and Brewing Company as we are continuing our look at um, some great uh, craft uh, breweries. And uh, today, as I said, the, this is a Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as today we are at Park Pizza Brewing Company located in the Lake Nona Town Center, 6941 Lake Nona Boulevard, Suite 100 in beautiful Orlando, Florida. And with me today is Marco Reyna, who is the head brewer of Park Pizza and uh, Brewing Company. And before, we've got so many great beers uh, in front of us, it's, it's hard to contain myself. But <laughs> I wanted to say, Marco, it looks like you're actually from uh, where I'm from, the Chicago area. Is that well, that's right? That's correct, yeah. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, small world. Okay, so we got all these great beers. I'm going to grab one, which is a standard lager. And while I'm taking a nice taste of that, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure thing. So the standard lager is one of our uh, year-round beers that uh, you know it tends to be one of my favorite, one of my goes-to's. As it's uh, you know American light, American lager, um, pretty pretty light, pretty refreshing. It's got some corn in there in the in the in the in the grist, so uh, you get a little bit of that corn sweetness, but it finishes nice and dry and clean. And uh, yeah. It's one of my faves. Wow, finish that one off. That really is smooth. <laughs> yeah, that, that just went that right down, didn't something, it? <laughs> yeah, you could dr- yeah, that's something you can drink on the 4th of July in the hot yep, sun. Yep. Yeah, nice and smooth. So yep. the next one we have here is the Belgian Wit. Right. Can you tell uh, us about that? Yet? Yep, so this is actually one of my absolute favorite beer styles overall. Um, 
And uh, so our Belgian wit is pretty close to being uh, somewhat traditional in the sense that, uh, you know, it's, it's, about, it's got about 50% wheat in the uh, grist. It's, got a, it's, it's fermented using a Belgian yeast. It also has orange peel and coriander as per tradition. But ours also has um, grains of paradise, which we kind of refer to here as alligator pepper because, uh, you know, we're down here in Florida. It's, 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 it's an also known as uh, for grains of paradise. But it's a really nice spice as it lends a little bit of a um, kind of a black pepper and uh, almost like a gingery spiciness to it, uh, which you kind of get on the back end there. So also has some oats in the beer so you get this kind of nice uh, silky smooth kind of mouth coating um, characteristic on the palate um, but still very light very refreshing and it's one of my faves okay and now the next beer we have here is the boo radler meyer lemon radler with rosemary yeah yeah so this was uh one of our uh, summer series let's get weird uh summer series beers so um it's essentially a, a Rattler, which is kind of like a, a wheat beer that you, um, you know, this is kind of like a German style where they would take their, their wheat beer and mix it in with like uh, either grapefruit or lemon soda. Um, and it's, you know, meant for, to enjoy in the hot summer months on patios and, and beer gardens and stuff like that. So uh, we kind of took that and um, we took a kind of like a, a wheat beer base, uh, fermented it out. Then we did uh, some Meyer lemon. Uh, we added in there, which I really like because it has Meyer lemons has a sweetness, nice sweetness to it. Um, added in some rosemary to give it kind of this nice fragrant aroma and uh, a little kind of herbaceous, uh, uh, herbaceous flavor in the back end. Uh, super refreshing. It's only three and a half percent ABV, so um, it's definitely you know one of those for built to be a summertime drinking beer for sure. Okay, and now the next beer we have here is Old 98 Golden Ale. We're talking about this with cucumber, honeydew, and thyme, huh? Yeah. So this one's called Old 98. I do have to mention the name. Um, it's kind of, it was inspired by, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a product of the, I was, I was, I grew up in the nineties pretty much. Right. And, uh, back then I remember when I was in middle school, all the, all the girls were wearing that Bath and Body Works cucumber melon fragrance. Oh, yeah. And it's funny as I kind of brought it up to some of the, some of the people that work here, uh, as soon as I mentioned it, as soon as I mentioned back, Bath and Body Works in the nineties, they said, Oh, cucumber melon, you know? So it's one of those nostalgic kind of moves. Um, but anyhow, so for the beer, we, um, we took a golden ale and then, uh, halfway through fermentation, threw in some uh, cucumbers, some honeydew melon, and then, uh, put in some thyme as well. And, uh, so really nice kind of fruit characteristic there. Um, I do like the combination of the, the melon and the, and the cucumber together and the thyme kind of gives it the savory characteristic as well. So it's, uh, it's pretty interesting because it looks like a, you know, like a mild mannered golden ale when you, by, by looking at it, but uh, it's got a lot of depth of flavor there and there's a lot going on. It's pretty, pretty unique. Yeah, a nice uh, hit of uh, honeydew, and yeah, mixed with the cucumber, that's great. So the next one we have here should be the Nashi, is that how you... It's Nashi. Nashi, and I'm going to get this pear... Goza. Goza, I almost (laughs) had it with ginger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So Nashi pears are an Asian pear. Um, that are have this really nice sweetness and kind of a delicate fruit on its own. Um, and the goza, which is a, a, a German style sour sour wheat ale, uh, traditionally spiced with um, coriander and sea salt. Um, 
ours, this version of, of you know, our version of this style um, bypasses the coriander. We didn't use any of that this time. Uh, rather, we threw in some of the pear to get this really kind of nice, delicate pear characteristic, as well as a little bit of ginger, um, which really I wanted to give it, you know, like I said, ginger has kind of this spiciness to it. Um, so really, after drinking a full glass of this beer, you kind of start to feel that little bit of a ginger tickle in the back of your throat, which is really nice and still refreshing. The seat salt's in there as well uh, to give it this kind of refreshing salinity also. Okay, and now the next uh, beer should be the Marvin Berry Four Berry Boliner Weiss with basil. Then. Yeah, yeah, Marvin Berry. So uh, we've we took a uh, Berliner Weiss, uh, which is you know sour wheat ale with uh, added in strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, and strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, and raspberries. That's the one I always forget. Anyhow, uh, so four berries, and then uh, touched with a touch of basil in there to give it also some nice aromatics and this uh, really kind of fun characteristic on the palate, too. I really like how the spice plays with the, with the fruit in this beer. And does this name Marvin Berry have anything to do with Back to the Future? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, the old Johnny B. Good scene where, uh, where uh, he calls up old, old Chuck Berry and says, It's your cousin, Marvin Berry. That's it. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, so the next one should be the Pub Amber, then. Can you tell us about this one? Yep. So this is one that... Um, like I said, it's one of our one of our most requested beers uh, when we don't have it available here at our tap room or at our at our brewery. It's uh, tradition. It's a kind of a kind of a almost like an ESB um, where it's uh, English bitter. But, uh, you know, you, you can't really call a beer a bitter uh, yeah. with some people. You know, it doesn't resonate uh, for what the beer actually is. Uh, so we gave it the name Pub Amber to, to, to kind of give, make it a little more attractive that way. Uh, but, yeah, it's a really nice kind of malt forward, um, you know, uh, malt forward ale with notes of coffee. I'm sorry, toffee, caramel, uh, some rich malt characteristics in there uh, with a nice, you know, you get some of that malty sweetness, but it's uh, finishes nice and dry, too. Okay, and now the next one we should have here is the Haze of Love Hazy IPA. Then, yep, yep. So uh, we, uh, you know, we did kind of the, we we wanted to jump on the batting wagon of, of the guys producing all these kind of hazy IPAs. Um, so this one's fermented with an English yeast strain. Um, we threw in uh, a bunch of really, really fruity hops. Um, very low bitterness. We didn't add any hops in uh, to the to the beginning of our boil. Most of it is in the back end uh, of the whirlpool, and then a real heavy dry hop. Uh, so very low bitterness, but it has a lot of a lot of fruit characteristic in there. Uh, it's pretty refreshing as well. Okay, and now the next uh, beer here should be the. Blonde ale, one of my favorites. I says that all, and this is just my opinion that all craft breweries need a good blonde ale, and you got one. Why don't you tell right. us about it? So uh, this one also is one of my favorites as well. As um, it's a you know a hoppy blonde ale. Uh, it is important to note that as some some folks yeah, uh, you know will we'll taste it, not expecting it to be have such a such a hop character. But That's okay. It's brewed with uh, Haller Tower Blanc hops, which were uh, designed to kind of have the. Um, uh, similar characteristics to Sauvignon Blanc grapes. So, uh, you know, kind of smell has this kind of like wine musty, um, you know, super fruity aroma and flavor. And as you drink, as you kind of drink this beer, um, 
you know, those those flavors kind of, you, although they're delicate, it's, it does have a lot of complex fruit flavor in there. And as it kind of, as you drink a, a full pint, it really kind of starts to open up on you. And uh, highly carbonated, so it's pretty, it's got a nice kind of sparkling feel on your uh, on your palate. Uh, very light and refreshing. It's definitely one for to drink out in those, you know, on the, on the hot days out there. And now the next one is IPA, and I guess this one uh, didn't, uh, Marco didn't get a special name, uh, just IPA. Uh. <laughs> right. So this is kind of our, uh, our flagship uh, house IPA, if you will. It's, um, you know, as, as, I, as I explained, I, I'm a huge fan of just kind of classic American IPAs. Right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, this one hits you with, you know, citrus, pine, and floral notes. Um, the bitterness on it is, is pretty... You know, it's it's pretty moderate. It's not over the top. It's not aggressively bitter. Um, it's kind of meant to. It was designed to be approachable for um, some people that may not be IPA drinkers, um, but still hoppy enough, have enough hop character to uh, to really please the hop heads out there as well. Okay, and then finally we have here the citrus 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 already having too much beer here palmello ipa with orange peel right uh this is another one of our let's get weird uh summer series this is a uh you know a little bit more of a maltier ipa but it also has um it's full of citrus character hence the name citrus citrus so uh we use palmello uh fruit which is kind of this uh this asian citrus fruit that uh, kind of has the characteristics i think of you know blood orange as well as like like a cross with uh pink grapefruit so it does have that kind of tartness to it uh, really nice citrus characteristics we also put in some orange peel um, and then dry hopped it with purely citra hops so it's got you know citrus on citrus on citrus for sure and uh does have uh, it's a little bit higher in bitterness than our house ipa uh, and a lot of people like that so it's been one of our one of our um fastest moving uh summer beers for sure Wow, that was that's all great there. So, Marco, one of the things I wanted to, to mention before I, I forget that some of these beers are like your your rotating beers, special beers. So, when we're doing this, you know, if somebody's listening and say, "Hey, Marco, I didn't have this beer when I came," you know, yeah. it, it it varies. Like I said, so with the summer series, mm-hmm. uh, how long do you obviously just do that, like to September or the end of summer? Honestly, or? we uh, just produced. This was kind of the first year doing. You know, we've only been we only been open a few months, but um, we just uh, did kind of one full ten barrel batch of each one of these um, these six summer beers. So you kind of have to come and get them get it while it's hot, as yeah. uh, they're starting to move pretty quickly. And uh, if you're not, you know, before before you know it, they'll they'll be gone, and you know, then it'll be time for the next thing for us to do. And will the next thing for you to do be like a? Uh, Oktoberfest or something? Do you do that? Or? Yep, we are kind of having a conversation about um, what we're going to do here for the Oktoberfest season. Um, so we, I'm already put on schedule an Oktoberfest-style beer. We'll probably have a Svickle beer, which is kind of an unfiltered German Pilsner. Um, we'll probably do a German-style Hefeweizen as well. And we'll see what else we can throw in there in time for, um, you know, maybe like a mid-late September uh, sort of event. Oh, okay. So I was just you know looking, and we wanted to mention that you do have some uh, guest uh, beers, and it looks like these are from craft breweries too, or right, right, yeah. We uh, you know as as I said, sometimes we have you know up to we could have up to fifteen of our own beers on draft, right. um, but sometimes depending on how quickly they move and what our production schedule looks like, we'll we'll have some gaps and. Uh, 
what we'll do to fill in those gaps and meeting, you know, empty draft lines when we don't have enough beer. Um, we'll bring in some guest beers and they'll, you know, they're beers that I personally enjoy and uh, also just beers that we think will mix in perfectly with, uh, you know, adding the variety uh, to our, our lineup um, so that we have kind of a well-rounded uh, tap list overall. Okay, so now as far as uh, ciders, is that something that you 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 do or thinking about doing, uh, like a, a, a hard cider? Or? Well, technically, to make a to produce a cider, you have to have a winemaking oh, license, so right? Okay. So uh, you know, because it comes from fruit, it's kind of a different oh, process. Okay. Um, so you know, there's there's maybe down the line we might look into you know maybe if we're if we ever decide that we're going to extend ourselves out of this facility into yeah. something bigger then uh that might be some consideration um but for the time being now how about an apple beer it's still beer but got apple juice in it can you make that yeah yeah we could do that for sure as long as it's got most uh, i forget what the percentage is but yeah, it has be. to have a, a most a high percentage of of malt rather than you know having kind of, uh, instead of like fruit from or sugar from fruit or anything like that and what about a key lime a key lime pie a beer? Is that something on your list or something you do? Or you know, I didn't think about that, but yeah, that might be a good idea. <laughs> so there's so many different fruits. So does sometimes Marco the 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 availability or the seasonal aspect of fruit affect you? You know, you can only get this fruit at this time that you're only making at the, that time. You're not buying like fruit off season. That uh, right, right, correctly. I mean, you know, you can only purchase what's available, and it's best to. To when you're dealing with fruit, to get it when uh, when it's in you know in season and uh, when it's at its its ripest. Um, but again, you know the, the fruited beers. It's just kind of something we did as a uh, a series for the summertime. Our main focus generally is you know straightforward. I, I like to say it's beer flavored beer. Yeah, um, you, you know more the more the traditional styles. But like I said, we'll we'll play around with some stuff throughout the year as well. And what about, like, nuts? Is that something that you, like, uh, mix in with beers, like Albert beer? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely seen that before, and uh, not, sent th- not anything that I'm against. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how just... down the line we'll, we might use something like that. Okay, uh, Marco, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back for a very last segment. My guest today is Marco Reina, who is the head brewer from Park Pizza and Brewing Company, as we are continuing our look at uh, craft breweries here in Central Florida. You are listening to the Mike Cara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Park Pizza and Brewing Company, located in Lake Noda Town Center, 6941 Lake Noda Boulevard, Suite uh, 100. And this is a Mike Cara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, and please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today. Hey guys, it's Ben Gardner from OrlandoBands.com and the local Music Guild, and we have a really terrific show coming up for you guys on Saturday, September 7th, and we're bringing back the Sanford Music Festival. It's going to include five stages with 30 plus bands playing, so an entire afternoon of really fantastic music. Plus, we've got vendors coming out of all different types, and also food trucks and all sorts of stuff, so come on out. Tickets are on sale right now. It's only $10 for the pre-sale tickets, so get them while they're still available you can go to www.sanfordmusicfest.com and check out all the details if you're interested in performing or vending right now we're fully booked with the performances but we still have some vendor spots available so check out the website for more details and we'll see you guys there well, welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Kira Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz. As today, we're at Park Pizza and Brewing Company, continuing our look at uh, great Central Florida craft breweries. And here at Park Pizza Brewing 
company located in the Lake Noda Town Center, uh, 6941 Lake Noda Boulevard, Suite 100 in beautiful Orlando, Florida. With me today is Marco Reyna, who is the head brewer of Park Pizza and uh, Brewing Company. And Marco, it is such a pleasure and honor that you could join me today telling us all about the, the great beers. And so you were mentioning before that you uh, do sort certain events or you have special events or... Uh, yeah, I think the, the the main thing I wanted to bring up was uh, the fact that, you know, our company here also um, has opened up Boxy Park across the street from our brewery. And essentially, that's uh, it's kind of like an outdoor shipping container park, meaning we took a bunch of um, shipping containers and retrofitted those and kind of turned them into either... You know, food, food restaurants, like little in a container, as well as uh, bars. There's an event stage up there. Um, there are there's a dog park, a kid, a pig kitty playground. There's volleyball courts. So it's kind of this, um, kind of an overall entertainment park. Um, and what's great is that we are able to serve all of our beer at the park as well. So um, when you uh, they're they're open on the weekends, Thursday through Sunday. So when you come out. And check out some of the live music. Try, uh, try some of those, some of the delicious food they have out there. You can uh, enjoy all of that alongside uh, one of our Park Pizza and Brewing uh, beers as well. And speaking of the beers, Marco, so is there any other place but here? I mean, do you have your beers in other places? Too beyond this area, or yeah, for the moment it's just on our property here. Okay. Uh, we also. Um, our uh, our sister restaurant across across the other way from Boxy Part is uh, Chroma, which uh, also features a couple of our beers now, and we'll kind of continue to feature them moving forward as well. Oh, great! Uh, so you. Uh, in- we mentioned that this is in Lake Noda, you know, right by the uh, you know Veterans Administration Hospital. And this is a this is this is a great area. It, it's building, and you've you've only been like you said, this place has only been here for a little bit. Huh? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a hugely developing area. Uh, it has already been developed, but it's it's there's more to come uh, down here in Lake Noda. So we're all excited about you know seeing what what uh, what will be developing and uh, it's going to bring we feel that it's going to bring more and more people uh through here uh and through our brewery and tasting delicious beer and speaking of uh, bringing people through here i understand that you're not too far from the airport do you get a lot of tourists do people come in and say oh i'm from germany i'm from canada this is great beer yeah 100 percent um, you know, we, we're really lucky, too. We have the uh, USTA has a large training facility down here, which is the Tennis Association. And they have their kind of world-class training facilities. So we get all sorts of, you know, there's tournaments that they that they have there. There's uh, all kinds of world-class athletes as well as, you know, people that come down to, to train at this center. So there's a lot of traffic just for that. And um, being so close to the airport, there's also a hotel on, on, our, on the town center property as well. So um, we see a lot of tourism for sure. And, uh, you know, that's kind of why we're here and, and why we're, uh, we're here to service not only just the people that live here in Lake Nona and Greater Orlando, but also for um, all the traffic that we see coming through uh, internationally. Oh, so from the airport, is this a pretty uh, easy place to get to? Or? Oh, yeah. We're only about uh, less than a 10-minute drive from the, from the terminals there. And uh, we're right off of the 417 exit, uh, the Lake Nona Boulevard exit. Great. So, yeah, we see that you have, you know, again, so many uh, different uh, beers and you're still getting inspired, like you said, to to create new beers. You can still find inspiration. That's right. That's right. 
Yeah, there's uh, you know there's inspiration in everything. I think uh, a lot of kind of what inspires me is is food. Um, I'm I love food. I'm one of those eaters, <laughs> if you will. Uh, so a lot of times when I sit and enjoy something, I, I think you know what what would what would I like to drink? What could we produce that like would pair nicely, or you know, or not even just pairs nicely, but just anything that uh, you know I just get inspired by different foods that I try for sure. Great. And uh, so, like like we said here with this, uh, you know, having the pizza here, uh, obviously the beer. So I'm, I'm sure you, your answer is going to be yes, that the beer does pair well. All the beers pair well with, with pizza. Huh? But is it fun to try different beers with different pizzas? Or? Oh, yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, our, our chefs here at our... Uh, that that you know are in charge of making all this pizza they uh they do monthly pizza specials as well where they have kind of a unique unique uh pizza so um you know it's always fun to kind of play around and figure out all right let's see what we should best pair with you know not only the the specialty pizzas but also the the pizzas that we have on our regular menu as well but uh, you're not ready for a pizza beer <laughs> I don't yeah, know how yeah. you go with it. That yeah. would be quite uh, good. I don't not. know if we're uh, <laughs> quite going to that, go in that direction. Okay. Okay, uh, Marco. And before we go, we want to let everyone know, you know, about, you know, your, your social media and where you could be found. And first of all, we're talking about, uh, you know, the all these beers and, you know, what beer is going to be, uh, you know, where, when. So on your website, do you have, like, uh, the current list? I mean, is there somewhere people could go and see – Okay, these are the beers you're gonna have, or yeah, yeah. You can definitely check out our website, which is uh, parkpizzalakenona.com. You can follow us on Instagram, um, Park Pizza Lake Nona, and uh, also on Facebook. Um, so come and you, you know, we usually post about what's com- what's coming up, what we're doing um, on our website. It, you know, usually has an updated uh, draft list as well. Oh, so the the draft list is uh, is always being uh, updated, huh? Yeah, yeah, and you can follow us on Untap too, and you know you usually have the available beers on that uh, forum as well, so you can kind of go in and check it out and see what other people are saying about them as well. Great. Uh, so yeah, you, so you, so you're on the Facebook and all the, the other social media too, or you said that the website's a good place to go. Yeah, huh? yeah, and as I said, Facebook and Instagram were Park Pizza Lake okay. Nona. Yeah. Fantastic! Uh, so that uh, sounds great, Marco. That uh, so you, so you're right now coming up even uh, coming up with new ideas. I mean, is that a big thing? You know, coming up for Oktoberfest ideas or? Yeah, yeah. I love kind of creating. You know, like like we did with the summer series yeah. here, kind of um, feeling inspired and getting you know getting all these different uh, beer ideas together, and then watching them you know go through the process and trying to plan out how we're going to produce all these beers and release them. And uh, the, you know that whole process is kind of why I don't know. This is why this is one of the best jobs I have. You know, as a as a brewer and being able to uh, sit here and be at the helm of uh, you know this kind of startup brewery. It's 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 a lot of fun. So right now that the, the beer is just to enjoy here, you don't have any like growlers or crawlers just enjoy it here right now or yeah, right now we're for uh, you know you gotta you just gotta, gotta that's, come in and yeah, enjoy this right. <laughs> It's uh, you gotta come here to get yeah, it, baby. That, that sounds uh, fantastic. Okay, Marco, we really appreciate uh, your time. We appreciate uh, all the great beers. We encourage everyone to come in for fantastic pizza and fantastic beer. Any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? 
Um, you know, just just wanted to say for those people who haven't come come through the Lake Nona area, it's it's really fun. There's a lot of cool stuff to do down here, and again, it's uh it's it's developing at a fast pace. Um, really excited for you know to kind of be a part of the community here and, and what we're what we're going to be building over the next you know four or five years and beyond. So um, Lake Nona, come check it out, and you can definitely come and try some of our beers. And as it grows, hopefully we will too. Okay, and if you could give your website one final time, please. Uh, it's Park Pizza. Uh, shoot, it's parkpizzalakenona.com. Uh, okay, encourage okay. everyone to check that out. Okay, my guest has been Marco Reda, who is the head brewer here at Park Pizza and Brewing Company as we're continuing our look at uh, craft breweries in Central Florida. You're listening to the Mike Cara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, as we are here at Park Pizza and Brewing Company, located at Lake Nona Town Center. 6941 Lake Nona Boulevard Suite 100 and beautiful Orlando, Florida and please catch us again next time You've been listening to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Cara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know what's happening in Orange Lake, Osceola and Seminole Counties sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers the premier craft and home brew club Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, and make wine by visiting www.cfhb.org. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you back here next week.